0: Hey guys, I'm back again. I promised I'd be more active. So here I am. Today, I will be discussing a topic I've been wanting to talk about for the longest time. But I've been putting it off because like, let's be honest, my main reason for doing this podcast was for university applications, you know. But now, like, when I think about it, I'm here to share my wisdom and my opinions. And this is, like, a personal podcast, you know? So I said, why not? Uh, I'm going to talk about my past relationships today. Not really my past relationships, but what I've learned from my past relationships. And I'm going to give that wisdom to you. Um... And maybe I'll do another episode about my past relationships as a whole. But today, I'm just going to be giving opinions, what to do, what not to do, uh, etc. I will be giving examples from my past relationships, though. So first of all, my parents never had a certain age to let me date. Like, they never said, oh, you can't date until you're 16 and stuff like that. They never really cared. Even though like they're like Turkish, they they don't care. They're not like religious or anything like that. Anyway, uh, so I started dating at the pure age of nine. <laughs> of course, at that time, that really didn't count as dating. But nonetheless, I was in a relationship. I was calling this guy my boyfriend, and he was calling me his girlfriend. We were like, "I love you." Oh my god, I love you too, and stuff like that. Anyway, um. And until the age of 15, I've had five relationships, which I know might seem a lot, but I actually learned a great deal of things, uh, which I wouldn't have learned if I hadn't experienced them in the first place. So like, I'm very grateful for that. Uh, in the last two years, I haven't been in a relationship to be honest, just because, like, I don't feel ready right now because my last relationship kind of fucked me up. But to be honest, like, I'm studying for university stuff like that. I, I keep on saying stuff like that. I'm really sorry. Anyway, uh, but yeah, maybe next year when I've actually gotten into my dream school, I will start dating. Who knows, you know? Maybe I'll start dating someone tomorrow. No one really knows. Anyway, that's not the point. My personal li- life is not the point right now. <clears throat> I'll get to that, but not right now. Uh so let's start with the tips. The first rule is that you should only be entering entering a relationship if you know your worth. So if you don't know your worth, if you're not confident. I can assure you that relationship won't make you content or if it does when you when it ends you will end up in a worse place because you like you depend your whole happiness on that one person and when they leave you're like very empty you know um a man will try to control you and manipulate you if he knows you're weak and insecure i'm saying a man because i've only ever dated straight men uh but i'm sure many people are like that so yeah like many people will try to dominate you control you hurt you if they know you're weak and insecure also they will go out of their way to do the nastiest things you can think about if you don't know how to stand up for yourself or, like, put your foot down in certain situations. They think, like, they can take the lead. But no, like, don't let that happen, okay? The second rule is basically vice versa. It's never to date someone with low self-esteem because many men with low self-esteem tend to cheat to fill the void within them and please don't fall for that trap like I've seen many women cheat and not to stereotype but when women cheat they're most it mostly happens because they're stuck in a relationship and they can't get whatever they need of course it's not like this all the time but when men cheat, it's mostly because of their underlying problems and a low self-esteem. So just watch out for that because I think it's a red flag. The third rule is don't date if you aren't over your ex. Ugh, I don't even think I have to justify this. Uh, but... The other person does not deserve to be heartbroken when you're clearly emotionally unavailable. Plus the more you prolong facing your emotions and reject them, the more it will take you to heal. I can assure you that. I've made this mistake when I broke up with my ninth grade boyfriend. Uh, actually, I didn't broke break up with him. We were always like on and off. We were that couple who kept like breaking up, getting back together again, and it was really complicated. But at the end, he dumped me, and I knew it was our last breakup. It was our final breakup. It, like it was really bad, and I wanted him to realize what he lost. So I immediately started going on dates with new people, flirting with his friends, and I kissed a random the uh, guy once like we were acquaintances but I still kissed him out of nowhere when I didn't even have a crush on him and stuff anyway that's a whole other point I'll get to that later um so for months I did not cry over what happened my breakup and stuff like that because I felt like the breakup was kind of like a game and um after a few months he came up to me and he was like I kind of miss you. Would you think of getting back together? And, you know, I don't regret that I pushed him away because initiating that relationship again would be really dumb. But uh, it still was a bad choice. I'll get to why later. Uh, I pushed him away because I felt like I wasn't done punishing him. Uh, anyways, months go by and then one night I start bawling my eyes out crying about him and it's like he's already moved on at that point so I can't reach out and that day I felt like I made a horrible mistake. I promised myself I wouldn't ever do that again uh, because pro tip, actually, if your significant other is hooking up with other people Dating other people right after your breakup, they are just coping with it that way. And I can assure you, they will have the pain worse than you. They will realize what they've been doing, you know. And they may never reach out because it takes time to realize what they did. And it will be embarrassing for them to reach out months later. But it does hurt like a bitch, I can tell you that. When I realized that... I have been neglecting my emotions. I was definitely... I, I I definitely hurt a lot of guys at that point because I was in a lot of talking stages with multiple people at the same time. And I felt nothing towards them. And that night when I actually did cry, I thought, what the hell did I do? And sometimes I do think like... That guy was really not that bad, and I could have get, given it a better shot. But, you know, we were kids, and we were not right for for each other. I'll, I'll talk about him later, but really, I guess he was the best boyfriend I had. I, I'm not really sure. I'll get to that. Anyway, uh, the fourth rule is to watch out for people who bring up their ex too much. That means... They're using you to replace them, especially if they're, like, posting a lot with you uh, immediately after you meet. Or if you're not even boyfriend and girlfriend and they're posting you a lot. Or, I don't know, if they're Snapchatting you to everyone. Um, Basically, I don't want to stereotype, but when a straight man, especially a straight man, tells you that their ex is crazy... That just means he drove her crazy because he gaslighted and manipulated the shit out of her and he was probably cheating on her too. That's why she was so crazy, you know, trying to figure what the hell was happening. Uh, so just watch out for that because that's, that's a red flag as well. I've had boyfriends in the past tell me, oh my god, my ex-girlfriend was crazy and after our breakup i remember talking to this one girl and she was like he literally cheated on me with four fucking girls and like our, our relationship really fucked me up like i do remember having this conversation and i was so appalled you know so be careful for this like be careful for men telling you their ex-girlfriend was crazy or just bringing uh, bringing them up a lot when you haven't asked them, of course, like, if you ask them, oh, who was your ex, like, what was your relationship like, and he just tells you, then that's actually a good sign, because he's not scared to tell you, Um but he, if he's, like, really mean about that ex-girlfriend, or ex-boyfriend, whatever, it's probably not a good sign, because you might become the ex girlfriend. And he will talk the same shit about you as well. That's just what it is. Anyway, fifth rule is don't try and fix people. I know especially people with mommy issues will try and give their everything to fix a person. I know this because I have mommy issues. And whenever I see a troubled, traumatic man, I'm like, oh my god. I have to have him, I have to fix him, I have to, like, be his mother, really solve his trauma, be a psychologist, but what the fuck, like, to heal them, it's not possible, like, in the long run, not being able to heal them will also start ruining you, and they will force that negative energy onto you as well, so your mental health will start deteriorating. And the thing is, if they don't want to change for themselves, changes chances are they won't change for you either. Like if a man um likes let's say a man likes stealing and you tell him, "Oh baby, stop stealing. Like I really don't like it. It really hurts my feelings." He will just hide it from you, but he will continue stealing. But if he says, Babe, you're right. I have to stop stealing. Like I I know I'm going to get into trouble someday. I, I have to stop. And can, can you support me? And in that way, you can support and fix him. But you cannot change someone who want who doesn't want to change. That's just a basic rule. And I'm sure many of you already know this if you're like older, but you're but if you're just going into relationships, um then you probably have to know this because this is just like basic math. It's two plus two is four, you know? Okay, so my other tips are going to become a little bit toxic. I hope you can handle these, whatever. A sixth rule is mystery. And mystery is the potion of attraction. I know when you like someone, you want to overshare and tell them all your traumas, your childhood memories, the family tea, whatever. There will come a time when you uh, when you can do this, but do not do this before a relationship is even official. Don't tell them about your past relationships, especially if you've been treated badly, because that will seem like, oh, hey, she... She's been treated badly before. I guess that gives me a free pass to treat her like shit as well. Like, no, please don't do that. Because men's brains, especially straight men, I I cannot really understand it. But they think that they can be the shittiest person and they will still be loved, you know? We'll talk about that later. I'll probably make like an episode just for straight men and the traumas they have caused me. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm I'm continuing. Um, let's give some examples for this mysterious girl we're making. Um, when they ask you where you're going, tell them, oh, just to meet a friend or if they ask you where you are just say, oh, I'm just out and about, stuff like that. Be vague, because that will have him thinking. If he's constantly thinking about you, that will birth attraction with it, and he will be constantly thinking about you, and he will not be able to think about any other girl. He will start to think, oh, if I'm constantly thinking about her, if I'm wondering where she is, then maybe I'm attracted to her, and then he will start looking at you with that type of point of view, like he likes you. And then it will get more and more intense. Of course, don't like answer specific questions, like your favorite color in a vague way, but uh, just be a bit secretive with personal stuff. Don't lie to them, but just don't say anything, you know? Um this can be confused with seeming uninterested. We don't want to look hostile, you know, uh ask questions to them, act interested and this will actually get them to like you more, but be curious about you. So, two birds with one stone. I'm a fucking relationship expert, you know. Oh my lord, like I'm 17 and I can write a fucking book about relationships. Oh my God, I'm so fucking proud of myself. Whatever. Okay. One thing I like to do when a man asks me what my expectations are from a relationship or from him, uh, I usually like to tell them, why don't you show me what type of man you are and I'll tell you if I like it or not. And I saw this in a TikTok, like, a few months back. And I think this is a very helpful technique because if you just tell them what you expect from them, what you want from them, it's basically giving them a manual to win you over and leave when he gets what he wants. Like, okay, I've never been, like in a sexual relationship i've never had it uh but some people use this phrase to learn what you want they make you fall in love with them they get what they want and they leave that's how being played works you know uh what i'm trying to say here is don't be easy let him let him figure it out let him use his brain for once to figure you out you know I always say he by the way because I'm just talking over my own experiences but I think these tips will be useful for for any gender slash sexuality so please don't mind my use of pronouns you know just think of it as she he, them, whatever you use, you know, seventh rule is Paolo's dog, oh lord, I love this one, I love this one more than anything, and I use it every time, and it works every time, oh my god, if you don't know the experiment Paolo, uh, if you don't know the experiments called like Paolo's dog, uh, basically there was like a scientist called paulo and he rang a bell every time he was about to give his dogs food so then the dogs became conditioned to salivate at the sound of a bell so what i mean by this is when you give him a slight bit of attention he will be expecting you to give him attention all the damn time that's not what we're going to do you're going to shock him If you give him a bit of attention today, the other day, you'll be distant, you'll be cold. So he'll think, oh my god, did I do something wrong? And he will try harder to get your attention. When he finally gets it, he will have a type of euphoria, which will ignite something in him, a type of attraction, even obsession. But then again, you'll be a bit cold, a bit distant, so he'll get addicted to you much like a drug. When I say acting cold and giving attention, I mean like giving him a kiss today and then saying you're busy to meet tomorrow, you know? Or leaving him on red today and the other day complimenting him on how strong he looks, you know? Men will not be handle it when someone compliments their ego. So use it. That's a pro tip as well. Um, And I think this tip has to be the evilest and my favorite rule because it's a basic mind trick i've used it plenty of times uh one time i had this boyfriend who did this on me without even noticing he probably didn't even know what he was doing and i was just thinking about how how am i like so attracted to this guy and i was like He gives me attention half the time, and half the time, he doesn't even give me nothing. And then I thought, oh my god, I found the secret. And it works. I've tried it. It works, you know? Um, Because I haven't dated anyone who I've used this on because i don't like men who are very affectionate i know that's really bad but i i don't like men who are very loving and obsessed and when you actually do this they do become obsessed like i can guarantee you that um but you know wait 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 i'm confused about what i was saying Okay, I just remembered. Uh this might not work on someone you know you're not, not necessarily talking to in that kind of romantic way. If you know they're not interested, this might not work. But if they kind of like you, if you're kind of flirting, if there's something kind of going on, uh like a spark, this will take that spark and turn it into a fucking burning forest you know so yeah uh. but if you're just like friends this might not work like they might actually get pissed with you if you're dating your person I think doing this at the beginning of the relationship might help and sometimes to mess with their heads you should do it even when you're like into a two-year relationship or something because you never know, you never know what happens to love, you know, I've read something that love kind of fades away after like two years, and you don't get those butterflies and stuff, I guess that's true, and you just have to ignite that in them again and again, if you're married, you don't have to get like worried, you you probably won't divorce over not having feelings anymore, you know, um yeah the eighth rule is communication and humbling i love this rule because it's actually very fucking toxic uh if you don't like the actions or something about your man call him out real quick this will confuse him and he will put his shit together so like if he's cold around his friends uh tell him why do you act like a bitch when your friends are around are you scared of them and he will immediately think do i seem like i'm scared of them am i do i seem like a bitch and he will start blaming himself and feeling guilty about it and he will fix his shit together or uh if you smell another woman's perfume on him or if you just basically hate his cologne, ask him, did you hug your mother today? Your cologne smells weird and th- this will make him change the cologne or drop the girl. but if you know he's cheating like if the girl is kind of like someone he's been fucking, then leave like, a cheater will never change, you know. <clears throat> that's a whole other uh, uh, that's a whole other subject, but uh I'm just saying if this girl he hugged is kind of like a girl best friend, uh then maybe he will eliminate her. Because he'll feel like intimidated kind of you know what I mean? Whatever. Uh <clears throat> if you're in an argument, ask him, why are you being so emotional? Make him think he's overreacting. You might think this is toxic behavior, but it's straight up honesty. Men can't handle criticism, but they will appreciate your boldness in the long run because, like, you know, I can't really explain it. I just know because I've tried it, you know. <laughs> anyway, ninth rule is called Law and Order Special Victims Unit. Yeah, I made it up. Don't judge me. I love the name of it. And this one has to be the most toxic one. Uh, actually, the most toxic one. Like, I have had a few toxic tips. This one. Is the most toxic because you'll see. Anyway, uh, it's basically collecting all the bad things he does and using him, using them against him when you're in an argument and you're slightly wrong. For example, he says, "Oh, like why did you meet up with your guy friend that hit on you a few times?" You can say, "Why did you like your ex girlfriend's bikini pic?" Oh, and by the way, I didn't meet up with him uh he was just at a party I went you know if you're going into a relationship you need to learn to gas your gaslight yourself out of situations but like this isn't a tip for cheating I'll I'll just make that clear you might think I'm talking about cheating but I'm definitely not and I do not advocate it I fucking hate cheaters I've been cheated on and if you're a cheater please leave this tip is just to like fix an argument or just like make an argument turn another way so it doesn't get too serious uh you then victimize yourself let's continue from the same example uh you can say like it's like you don't even trust me. I've shown you in a million ways how much I love you, and you're here accusing me of cheating. <laughs> By the way, I've known that guy since forever. If I wanted to date him, i chose him, but I chose you, okay? Uh, my acting was over. That was an example of victimizing yourself. Uh, I know my example is very bad, but I think you get the point. The purpose of this tip is to uh n- turn the argument into a non-argument and even if there is an argument you can be right you know uh i know this is really really bad but sometimes people can't handle losing arguments for example me i, I cannot handle losing arguments and if i do lose an argument i fucking lose my mind i start feeling hostile feelings against my significant other and that just fucks up the relationship you know I'm just doing it for him you know um so yeah please don't use this for like bad things like cheating because cheating is never something a good person should do if you're in a relationship and you want to Hook up with someone else. Just leave the relationship. Like, I mean, just leave the relationship. It's so simple. I don't understand why people would cheat, you know? Gotta ask my ex about that one. Anyway, tenth tip. This one isn't toxic. I think this one is really clever, though. Tenth tip is to not pursue a relationship that you don't think has a future there is no such thing as like just hooking up or casual dating that is something our generation has just made up to make it seem normal uh and I think it's actual bullshit if you don't think you can marry the person you're dating or like you don't think you can have a future with them then the relationship has no meaning and i think it's best to call it quits. Okay, maybe you like them, maybe you feel good with them, but you know, what's the meaning? Are you just setting yourself up setting yourself up for heartbreak? When you do this, uh, you'll see how your standards rise and you will start dating better people. And this will help not getting any trauma because if I did this when I was younger, I probably wouldn't have dated any of my recent exes, and I think I wouldn't have had any relationship. By the way, like, uh, by the way, I had legit four relationships, but w- with one guy, we never really dated but we were both so in love with each other for like five years, not five years, like two or three years, I'll get to that in another episode, but uh, what was I saying, that one guy I didn't date was the one worth dating, you know, that's what I'm trying to say, so when your standards rise, you won't have to go through some bullshit, you know? Um, I just think casual dating is setting yourself up for heartbreak. And I know people go into relationships because they feel lonely and horny. Don't do that. Don't. Like, go get friends. Go out. Drink. Drink. Have a one night stand, but don't go into a relationship because you're only setting yourself up, you know. Okay, ah, I'm out of breath and I'm fucking sick. Okay, thank you for listening and follow my podcast if you aren't following me already. I hope these tips help you because I think these 10 tips are what are going to save me in my next relationship. I don't think I'll be in a relationship for a long while, but we'll have to see. Uh, I wish you all a great day uh, and bye.